Welcome to Written by the Rest with myself, Paul Watson, and my co-host, friend, YouTuber, uh, astronaut, Sam Nicholson. Very kind. Um, (laughs) The podcast that makes you ask yourself, maybe I'm not as big a piece of shit as I thought I was. It's a question I like to ask myself very often. Mm. And I think this podcast will give you that answer. Good. You're probably not. So, Sam, how are we feeling? Um, we, we've gone through the history of the island to the present day, or, or at least the last 20 years. W- what are your thoughts now? Uh, I'd say I'm feeling quite apprehensive. Yeah? Um, I feel like there's something big coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's definitely something big coming. Yeah. So, um, yeah, nervous, I think, is a good word for it. Yeah, I think that's mm. a good way to go. Well, what we're going to do now today, so what I'll do is I'll sum up. So just to catch everyone up who may have decided to skip the last couple of episodes um, and get to the juicy bit, mm. um, we, you know, we, we were looking at basically now being about 20 years away. So we're, we're at 1999. Yeah. Um, Pitcairn obviously is a, a set of small islands, There's about four of them. One of them is inhabited. Um, we've gone through everything from the mutiny on the bounty mm-hmm. to the mutineers finding Pitcairn, settling in, all killing themselves, killing each other. Yeah, we've gone through quite a long period of history, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. So, well, so we're, very long period. A long period. Yeah. yeah. So we we're up to yeah two hundred two hundred years ago, basically mm. to the modern day, back to the present day, which we managed to squeeze in in about forty five minutes. I think we did well. We have, we have. Um, cool. So what we're going to do is we'll, we'll we'll get up to the modern day. So it's December nineteen ninety nine. A fifteen year old girl approaches a British police officer, a lady called Gail Cox, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> who's basically on temporary assignment to the island. So. Essentially, how it works on the island is um, because obviously they're under British rule. Yeah, way of putting it, they send police officers on temporary assignment. They work there for like six months, twelve months, and then they go home and they rotate them out again. Right. So it's like a bit of a <clears throat> bit of a posting, like yeah. like an army thing, but for the police. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I imagine that's an interesting one to get mm. if you're a police officer. Fancy going yeah. seven thousand miles away to where? <laughs> yeah. So. Whilst on assignment, Gail Cox was approached by a 15-year-old girl, um, basically claiming that she was sexually assaulted by a visiting New Zealander. Right. So this wasn't a pit kerner, this was someone else who visited the okay. island. Yeah. This 15-year-old girl uh, was unfortunately raped, and she reported it to Gail Cox. Mm-hmm. Now, this was essentially a catalyst, because what this did is it brought to the surface um, a few more accusa- accusations that this girl had. Right. And she ended up basically confiding in the fact that she was further raped by two other men who were on the island. Right, okay. So this, as you can imagine, led to further questioning and essentially ended up unearthing decades-long line of sexual abuse of children for, for you know, all age ranges, very young children up into, you know, teenagers, um, for, for, like I say, decades, um, from, you know, from all ages, so... Yeah, it's, yeah. it's... Quite sickening, isn't it? <clears throat> Very. And we, we, obviously, we're not going into every detail, but it's probably worth saying, you know, if, if you're of a bit of a disposition, it might not be worth listening to. Maybe a trigger warning. Yeah, I think um, you've got permission to turn off now if um, <laughs> <laughs> if this affects you. Absolutely. Yeah, every, every permission. So what what then gets unearthed um, is, like I say, that, that long, long line of sexual abuse. Mm. And an investigation is triggered by the British government, um, and it's dubbed Operation Unique interviewing pretty much every man and woman still alive on the island or not. Uh, in total, 31 men were named. 
Um, just as to, accused as people. accused people, yeah. Wow. So could you keep that in context as well? There's an island of a population around the, at the time, at least around fifty. Okay. <laughs> Nearly two thirds of the men or people that live on that island have now been accused of some sort of sexual assault, rape, wow. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty fucked up. Mm. So how did we get away? How did they get away with this for so long? That's the kind of question that people ask. And, and we're going to kind of touch on that as, as the podcast goes on. But mm. essentially, everyone's related. Everyone knows each other. And that isolation that we've talked about previously is the persistent problem here. Nobody's watching. Everyone's in on it. Yeah. I mean, do you think... I'd be interested to know how much of it is down to Gail Cox sort of investigating and going further than people did in the past. Oh, definitely. Or, yeah. Know, is that a factor at play? Yeah. So, like, things have been reported before this, I think. Yeah. I, did, I did read some notes here and there mentioning that things were raised, but the alarms mm. never... You know, the alarms weren't raised beyond that. It what didn't have really any, any major investigation. I think there was some, like accusations of rape in the 50s but right. it didn't really go anywhere but what we're going to do today is we're going to concentrate on one specific person um steve christian ringing any bells is it fletcher christian's descendant by any chance uh, bang on the money that's right yeah so steve christian is is a 200 years ago descendant of mm -hmm. the original fletcher christian so we didn't touch on it too much in the in the other episodes but um there are essentially i think there's about five families on the island maybe a couple more okay. but there's, there's about five families and the christians still kind of hold quite a lot of the power um which is really interesting it's almost like a fiefdom mm. if you don't know what a fiefdom is it's pretty much what a lot of countries have and a democracy where certain ruling families control everything it's not quite a a, 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 fam a royal family as it were but it's yeah i mean there isn't really any true democracy in the in the world, is it? I think it's, no, yeah. and I think that's a discussion for another day. Yeah, that's not. That's not <laughs> but yeah, that's not for today's podcast. You get the idea. So, yeah, Steve, Steve Christian was born twenty sixth of June, nineteen fifty one. So, like now, he's in his he's in his seventies. Mm. Um, being a direct line, uh, obviously, seems to have given him some power. Steve Christian has a, a lot of jobs. He has multiple jobs, in fact. Um, being an island of fifty people, that's not all too surprising. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read them now because I've got a big old list. Um, <laughs> Steve is the island's supervising engineer, right? Dentist, obviously, obviously, radiographer, um, <laughs> yeah. and coxswain. Um, basically, the dude who runs the boats. Yeah, um, busy man then. Busy man. Um, yeah, those those long boats are also really important. Like if you if you can run the long boats, you you. You're a very important member of right. that society. Yeah, like, sure. You're you're the only lifeline. You're the umbilical cord to civilization, yeah. as you know it, really. Because yeah. I, I mention it later on, but like you say, there's there's no airports, there's no like ships, as it were, that you have. Those longboats are the only things that can get over kind of the craggly and scraggly rocks mm -hmm. that surround the island. And we're originally why the the, the, the is rested, or was it found, discovered, whatever you want to call yeah. it, relocated to Pitcairn in the first place. Another thing as well, uh, the Steve was the was the mayor. He ran the place. Wow. Okay. He was he was mayor for about five years up until well, the end of the trial. Some so mayor, <laughs> dentist, radiographer, and boatman. But yeah, he did it all. Wow. Lots of people had multiple jobs here because again, small population. Sure. Yeah. Um, everyone has to be quite handy. Um, but the, but it's it's 
It's five very specialist jobs, isn't it? It's not like he <laughs> he cleaned the car parks, <laughs> tended the gardens. You know, he wasn't a handyman. The guy was a dentist and a radiographer. I know, Did right? Did he go to medical school? Probably. I, I don't know. But there's lots of records of, of people who live on the island going like to places like New Zealand, getting educated yeah. in different parts of the world. It's not. It's not all. Yeah, they didn't stay on the island that there, much. There isn't a medical school off Pitcairn. No, no, believe it or not, there <laughs> isn't. Steve Christian both runs and studies at. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, Steve was described as quite a well-built man, like many of the other men, and even the women uh, on the island, all having quite physical jobs. Um, you know, the whole Polynesian background, a bit of a general rule of thumb, but like Polynesians are quite well-built, mm-hmm. you know, like Samoans and things yeah. like that. Um it just gives you, you know, your sense that you're thousands of miles away from the nearest urbanised civilization. Um, everyone does have to pull their weight. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I mentioned that the airports and the boats and things, but like, I can't stress this enough. Like, you pretty much have to have a heart attack to even get a helicopter out to you. Yeah. So you are completely and utterly isolated. Correct. That's right. Um, but with this coming out into the open, you'd assume that obviously the women would jump to you know, point the finger and say, you know, what the hell have you been doing all these years? Yeah. Uh, well, no. In fact, the, the women of the island um, were pretty much more than happy to defend them. I suppose... It, again, I'm not <laughs> diminishing what happened at all, but if, if you've grown up with it, and that is yeah. all you know as a way of life, it must be quite difficult to find out that that isn't normal and shouldn't be happening, I guess. So, yeah, we're going to discuss a bit yeah. about this. We're going to talk about the culture. And uh, I, I think it's safe to say there's a very strong patriarchy kind of going on here. It's a very mm. patriarchal society. So I mentioned that Steve, you know, he, he uh, runs the boats. Um, no women do this. Right. Like, no, there's no women radiographers. There's no women dentists. Yeah. All I mean, the... you wouldn't need two or nine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be overkill. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you've got to keep in context here like the women comparable to the men at least Mm. don't do and i'm using kind of air quotes here the important jobs yes i understand the women raise the kids women collect the food and design the boats that they sell to cruise ships i'm guessing Mm. so yeah a bit of a neckbeard paradise yeah if i'm honest with you son in cells united in cells united so yeah it's it's pretty messed up in in fact like i say the, the only thing that the women really did when this this whole thing kicked off was was defend the men they were adamant that everything they did was was perfectly okay in fact steve's wife uh, olive christian uh said uh, quote i haven't seen a single rape on pitcairn on pitcairn but there has been underage consensual sex uh, yeah so you've <laughs> so let, let's unwrap this a little bit <laughs> let, let's oh un- boy <laughs> let's unwrap this a little bit so she knows she knows that sex happened outside of their marriage, I assume, because Steve's one of the main people who've been accused here. With underage people. With underage uh, girls, yep. But it was consensual, apparently. But it was consensual. So, like, that, going back to what you just said there, the the ingrained culture, she's just fine with this. Yeah, it's a, it's Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Yeah, she, so, had, she, had pasta, she had pasta for tea <laughs> and watched someone get raped. Tuesday. Yeah. Like and again, just to give you a, a little bit more information on Steve's accusation. So he was he was accused of, of raping a fair few girls on the island. Um, he also was accused of abusing his own children. Okay. Yeah, let that sink in a little yeah. bit. Like real piece of shit. And again, we can only but assume here. But I'm guessing Olive knew this. Olive Christian knew about what mm. was happening. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> you're going to need a cigar after this. <laughs> so, Ol- some whiskey, I think. <laughs> so Olive and Steve Christian lived in a house um, which was called Big Fence, which is where a, a lot of the kind of meetings kind of took place. It was almost like an unofficial meeting, okay. um, meeting place for everyone on the island, especially the women, because again, the women were quite clicky with each other as well as the men being quite clicky with each other. Um, in fact, when journalists arrived, they basically spent much of the t- as much time as possible trying to convince them that their husbands, their sons, their brothers, etc., were innocent and good people. They were hardworking people. This is kind of a rhetoric that they keep returning to, is the saying yeah. like, you know, these are these are hardworking men. They not only would they not do this kind of thing, or they, they wouldn't do it unconsensually, but they're you know the work they're the backbone of this island. Without them we are nothing. So, yeah, I mean we sort of we see it a lot, don't we? Um yeah. when cults for example when yeah. it all kind of comes out in the wash that people involved have basically been brainwashed and yeah this is kind of getting i'm getting that feeling yeah. as well again i've been to pitkin um but yeah. from the sources that i've read and in, in, you know the investigation that i've done there's yeah it's this is this is just generation after generation of accepting this yeah um and it, obviously, this is this this whole case is blowing this all wide open. It's it's showing it's showing a mirror to these people. Um, in fact, I've got, I've got a quote here from a, a journalist who went to the island at a time called Kathy Marks. Um, quote: We had been in Big Fence for several hours, and no one was showing any sign of moving. The women, it seemed, were willing to stay for as long as it took to win us over. When we got our cameras out, they smiled repeatedly. We could take as many pictures as we wanted. So they're, they're going on a charm offensive here. Um, by by around 2001, so keep in mind it started all in 1999, by mm. 2001 um, they were making international headlines. I mean, this was making it obviously in the United Kingdom, yeah. um, making it in New Zealand, Australia, though obviously the areas around the Pacific. Um, this, the, the, you know, this was just getting picked up everywhere. So what we'll do is we'll talk a little bit about the culture as well. So <laughs> they, their culture is, it's mostly... Obviously, if you go back far enough, it's, it's Polynesian and it's, it's British people that came yeah, to this island. And yeah. <laughs> throughout this entire kind of run-up to the trial, they, they had a series of defences, as it were, that, right. that justified what they were doing. Um, and like I say, there's loads of stories. I can't touch on all of them in this podcast, but just to give you a feel for the culture, um, a part of their defence was that they were Polynesian. <laughs> Polynesian culture is uh, gives you justification to do whatever you want and have sex with kids, apparently. Right, um, and like, I'm, not, I'm not sure Polynesian people would agree with that. No, I don't. I don't think they would as well. No. Don't, don't get me wrong. There's loads of cultures, and probably some Polynesian-y, Malaysian-y type cultures, or in that area that maybe had child marriages. Yeah, I mean, if if you go back far enough, um, pretty much every culture that we we know about was was okay with child marriage. Yeah, um, you know, going back to the ancient Greeks, it's been. Yeah. Shown that they married people as young as 11 and 12. We, we, we talked about it in the first podcast, mm. uh, the first episode, where Fletcher Christian was essentially a man from the age of 14. It was, exactly. it was you yeah. finished school, you became a man at 14, you were working on boats from the age of eight, you yeah. know, potentially. You, it, there was a difference there, but yeah, but it's 1999. The, yeah, the rest of the world's moved on and they're still acting like it's, it's 500 years ago. Yeah, or 200 years, or whatever it is. Yeah. But like, yeah, it, it's Matt. Like, I'll, I'm going to give you a quote now, and this is this is something I couldn't resist not having okay. in in this podcast. Because so uh, it's a lady called uh, Colleen McCullen. I might have that surname incorrect, but never mind. She essentially she married um, a Pitcairn descendant. So this this 
man that she married didn't live on the island anymore, but I think they lived on Norfolk Island. Okay. Just reasonable neighbour. And by a reasonable neighbour, probably about a thousand miles away. <laughs> yeah. And she said, quote, They're all as, <laughs> they, are all, they are so much Polynesian as anything else. It's Polynesians, it, it's Polynesian culture to break in your girls at 12 years old. She went on, The Poms have cracked the whip and it's about, it's an absolute disgrace. These are indigenous customs and they should not be touched. These were the first people to inhabit Pitcairn Island. They're racially unique. Yeah, let that sink in. Right. Break um, in girls at the age of 12. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm not expert on Polynesian culture. I'll freely admit that. <laughs> but I would imagine if you go to any other island with Polynesian heritage and Polynesian people living there, they do not break their girls in at the age of 12. Nor do they use the term break them in. <laughs> no. It's not a pair of shoes, Sam. It's not. Or a horse. Or a horse. Exactly. Uh, now, I feel like I shouldn't have to argue this, this particular quote, but I'm going <laughs> to. So, <laughs> this is a terrible argument for a couple of main reasons amongst millions of others. One a lot of these men ended up pleading not guilty. So they were clearly knew it was a crime. So why hide it? Yeah. In fact, nearly all of them pled guilty. I think there's a couple that pled, gu- pled guilty for a few bits and bobs here and there. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, the consensus was not guilty. They didn't do it. Yeah, they, they, they effectively didn't do it. The second one, aside from a few other aspects, it was very little to show that they even followed their Polynesian culture anymore. So they talk about being Polynesian and having a Polynesian culture. Sure, yeah. they, they had some Polynesian dish, dishes. If you were to look at like their average meal, there'd be a lot of Polynesian-y type mm-hmm. foods there. But other than that, they don't really follow anything else. I don't have any prime examples with me right now, but sure. the, the food is about it. And that's because that's what the island grows. Like I've mentioned, breadfruit that yeah. was brought by yeah. the uh, bounty. As far as I'm concerned, they're British as you and me. I, I mean, they're, they're not—they're <coughs> not racially unique either. No. no, because British and Polynesian people have been mixing for centuries. Centuries. Well, not even that. So the original Polynesian Tahitians, whatever you want to call, uh, you know, Tahitians that, mm. that came over on the bounty, and they obviously ended up having children with them. There really wasn't much as it were, mixing after that. There was a lot more white people that came to the island right, than Right, and just Tahitians. kind of took over the island, yeah. almost. Yeah, exactly. And we, I said in one of the early episodes, they killed them all. Yeah. So not really that big a fan yeah. of Polynesian culture. So they're not, they're not racially anything but white, effectively, are they? Pretty much. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you, if you met... I mean, I looked at some of the photos of some of the islanders, and they do look kind of... They've got some Polynesian blood in them. I'll give it. I'll give you that. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. They. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so furthermore, to, you know, to some of these accusations, and a, another kind of reason why what they're talking about is utter bullshit. Mm. And, and apologies again. Prepare yourself a little bit here. There were accusations of rape of children as, as young as three, mm. toddlers. Like this isn't. This isn't breaking in kids at this 12. Is, this isn't boys will be boys. No. There is nothing in UK it, law, uh, any law that I've, I did have a very brief look at that says, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, if they're, kid, they're literal, basically babies, that's fine. Yeah. Like, there's, there's nothing there. Um, 
I mean, just going back to, the, the, again, hitting the home, the Polynesian thing one more time, I've got a quote here. So, um, to a visitor, this is just a, this was a, an article I'm, I'm quoting from, right. quote, to a visitor though, Pitkin appears almost entirely westernised. There is no Tahitian dance or music, costume, language or architecture. Tahitian stories and legends have not been handed down. The Poly- Polynesian side has never been encouraged. Um, this was actually, I think this was a quote from Betty Christian, it's an island in the Pacific, but it's not a Pacific island. So that's from an actual pit canyon. It's like, um, <laughs> it's a strange comparison to make, yeah. but it's like how Benidorm is like England in Spain. Yeah. This is England in the Pacific. Pretty much, yeah. Like, it, it arguably is very, very westernised. I, I mentioned it later on, but they have a British flag, like, hanging up in yeah. their kind of their community centre, which eventually becomes a courthouse, which we'll touch on soon. Um, but yeah, they were throwing everything at the wall. So during the trial, uh, an article came out, and again, I'm quoting here, uh, the men's lawyers had also argued that the Bounty's mutineers who settled on the island stopped being British subjects when they burnt the ship in 1789. Interesting argument. A a terrible one, because one... um, No, it's not a good enough argument. (laughs) (laughs) If burning a ship... Strip you of citizenship, we'd all do it. Exactly. Burning a ship and being a mutineer doesn't strip you of citizenship. <laughs> so, like, one, it's, it's a rubbish, because if, 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 let's just say the court took that, they go, okay, well, you're all mutineers then, we're going to hang you. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't, you have no citizenship. And also, let's not forget another thing, again, mentioned in earlier episodes, we're giving them aid. Like, Pitcairn gets about yeah. £3 million pounds yeah. a year. To build infrastructure, pay for their fuel, because they, they don't have, obviously, they don't have, like, um, a power plant. They, yeah. they run off diesel generators. Mm-hmm. They only get power about 10 hours a day. Like, we pay for all of that. Our taxpayer money pays for this island of Bidos. <laughs> <laughs> to, put, to put it bluntly. Oh, I feel a bit sick. It, uh, it gets worse. <laughs> Let me carry on. So, <laughs> another argument they also had was it's a British conspiracy. Apparently they said it was because they didn't want to waste money on the island anymore, which granted, I, I, I will agree, we are wasting money on this how, island. How, how much are we wasting? About £3 million a year. Okay. <clears throat> so three, for £3 million a year, we've decided to accuse 31 men mm-hmm. of sex crimes against children of all ages. Yeah. I'm not being funny, Sam, but we've that's too much admin. For the Brit, we, we just... oh, come on now. If we wanted to, t- if we wanted to take an island off fifty unarmed civilians, We'd we've got it. better ways of yeah. doing it than that. We would just we'd kick just, them off. We just go there. We would go there and say, "Stop us in the past, does it?" <laughs> no. Well, in fact, this is probably another podcast for another day. But um, the, the Chagos Islands, um, yeah, they, they basically had uh, uh, that you know their own population of people. Yeah. Um, it was a British dependency. Um, we kicked everyone off it, so the US could build a base during the Cold I mean, War. Even, even recently, we invaded Iraq. Yeah, we, this is a thing. We, I imagine that's more than three million pound a year. But exactly. Yeah, there's, there's better ways you know we can I mean? do this. We, this is this is too much admin. We ain't going to do that. But, but what, what I mean is, if we were willing to invade Iraq to fix a problem. We would have found a way to fix the problem. Yeah, if we fifty unarmed to. people. We, we'd, we'd find a better yeah. way to do it. Um, so yeah, just no one I, man with a crossbow. So just back to the original question, Sam. Mm. How are you feeling? Ill. Yeah, a little, nah. little bit ill. We'll get that whiskey. Um, we'll get that cigarette going afterwards. Yeah, it's never nice to hear about sex crimes and child abuse. Mm. Um, I'm I'm a pretty. You know what? I'm a pretty liberal person when it comes to rehabilitation, <laughs> putting people in. God damn no! These people need a fucking waterboarding. 
they they need a curb stomping. The, yeah. Anyway, we'll carry on. So let's get to the trial. Mm. So the trial started on the 30th of September in 2004. Years of build-up um, to this. Um, and <laughs> interestingly, the Pickernians were fighting because on every like every stage here. So they were they were going to the press quite a lot, telling their own side yeah. of the story. <clears throat> um, they the trial was actually meant to take place in New Zealand. Right. Quite reasonably so. They've got courthouses, they've got the infrastructure to handle it, they can deal with judges, all that kind of crap. Mm. Um, but they fought it and they ended up having the trial in Pitcairn, which is interesting because they don't really have a courthouse. Was Steve Christian also a lawyer? No, I wouldn't no. be surprised <laughs> though. Um, they, they all had friends off out, out of the island though. Because again, I take you back to what I was saying before about the whole people kind of having the mystery of Pitcairn and wanting mm. to know more about it. Like... They had friends on the outside, so I think their defence lawyer, the, the terrible one that you know, was saying that, yeah, it's Polynesian culture. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were friends with the people on Pitcairn. Like they were, they were supporters. I suppose it's like any any secretive state, isn't it? I yeah. know they're not a state, but if you think like North Korea, for example, Dennis Rodman used to be friends with Kim Jong Un. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Stuff. Lots of weird stuff. Like Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Yeah, he's a Soviet now. Yeah. Doesn't he have a British passport? Uh, no, he has a uh, Russian, Russian passport. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he got a Russian passport. He, he tried. They've tried to sell him as like an envoy. Yeah, really interesting. That that's a podcast. That is isn't a it? podcast. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a real piece. What of shit. action stars do next <laughs> after um, the filming stops? So, so yeah, uh, they 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 had three judges that came to the island. Um, there was no jury, which is peculiar. But I mean, I'm, I'm sure you can imagine why there wouldn't be a jury. That you can't have anyone impartial. Everyone knows each other. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's going to be under British law, they could have brought a jury in. Potentially, I guess. I, I didn't really think about it too much, but yeah. I think the idea is that they couldn't get a jury of their peers because they're all corrupt. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I suppose you could argue they could have gotten some people over from New Zealand. But also, another another point is, like I've said it before, they don't have infrastructure. These guys, don't, they don't have a prison. We're going to touch on this in a bit, but they don't even have a prison. They don't have a courthouse. They don't have really enough room to, to kind of keep these people. Again, the journalist I mentioned previously, Kathy Marks, talks about the fact that everyone's bunking up with everyone. Yeah. So when, when this all broke out and journalists came to the island to report on it, they were like shacking up in a... Literally a shack, a shack with five other people because yeah. they couldn't accommodate people enough. Um, they, they, they don't have when they have tourists, for example, who mm. come to stay because if you do stay, you have to stay for a fair while. It's not like you can get a charter boat. Yeah, um, you end up living with the locals. Right, like it, yeah, they, they don't have it. Wow. Um, so obviously the we're not British stance, oddly enough, didn't work. Yeah, um, <clears throat> along with their Polynesian heritage argument. Um, if I was the lawyer working against these guys i would have been having a field day because absolutely i mean the 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 lowest paid public prosecutor surely could have got this one in the bag (laughs) you'd think yeah well you know i I don't want to you know no spoiler alerts here but we'll we'll get to that um yeah like they, they pretty much everyone either went like i say this is another thing as well. They, they kind of argued the fact that because they were isolated, this was a minor argument they had. They had an argument they were isolated, they didn't understand the laws and the land of other people. And again, this is all bullshit. Like, it's, it's recorded that Steve Christian and, and some of the more senior people of the island were always going away. They were going like, to New I mean, Zealand, England. He had to England. go and get a dentistry degree somewhere. Right. Surely he learned some laws when he was doing that. You'd think. Don't rape don't kids. Rape, don't rape kids. That's a big, that's a big rule, one. Rule number one. <laughs> You enter in our country, don't rape kids. Um, so, so to skip ahead a little bit then, 
On 24th of October 2004, the Pitcairn Supreme Court convicted six... <laughs> the newly created... Pitcairn. Newly created... Where was the normal court? <laughs> um, they, they convicted six of the seven accused on 35 of the 55 charges. Uh, a chap called Jay Warren, um, the for- former magistrate, I must add, um, was acquitted of all counts. Um, everyone else got some form of... I mean, that's, it seems unlikely, doesn't it, that he was... Completely innocent. No, it probably not. I mean, I don't want to assume justice is done and all that, but probably not. Um, like I say, Steve, Steve Christian pretty much admitted um, near the end that having sex with his own underage children, but he didn't rape kids, so he pled not guilty, and that's one of the things he kind of got caught out on. Jesus. So he, Steve, Steve Christian was um, convicted of five rapes in the end, um, acquitted of a few of the other uh, other charges. I won't say smaller charges because none of them are small no. charges. Um, but yeah, he he was he was convicted. He and his son Randy, Randy Christian. Um, <laughs> really? Come on, Randy Christian. Randy Christian, uh, <laughs> along with some of the other. <laughs> come on, Sorry. Sam. Sorry. Keep it together. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> hey now. Um, with some of the other island men, served their time in a newly constructed prison. Now, obviously, Pitcairn doesn't have a prison. I was going to say, why not just send them to prison somewhere else? So this again, I think this is part of the argument that they they needed these people. The island couldn't run without them. It's how it's how um, Jordan, what's her name, Kate Price. It's how Kate Price keeps getting off, you know, driving bans. She says that she's got a disabled kid to look after, which I'm sure she I mean, does. she has. She has. But stop <laughs> taking I'm, stop I'm taking sure, cocaine I'm and going sure for a drive gonna, to the local spa. I'm not sure you can equate the two things. God no. There's probably better examples. There probably are, but I just I. I I don't like Kate Price. Um, Steve got six years for his crimes, which he didn't serve all the time for. Uh, he ended up getting a house rest after several appeals. Um, he had obviously some variety. He was his own kids. Yep, yep. British justice Fuck has hell. prevailed. I'd like can to I, set. Can I swear on this? Yeah, of course. Good. Fuck. This is, this is explicit. That's fine. I'm going to put the tag on. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's uh, you. You could argue it's probably no better than what would happen in Britain. Uh, yeah, I mean, technically it was in Britain, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I suppose so. It was, it was our a law. British dependency. Yeah, yeah, it was our law. So, yeah, overall, pre- pretty goddamn disappointing, mm. um, if I'm honest with you. Pretty much everyone got released early. Um, the prison that they built themselves <laughs> was eventually turned into holiday apartments for visiting tourists. So, again, our taxpayer money, I don't mean to be this person, but with our taxpayer money that built this goddamn prison is now contributing to their economy. It does kind of fuck up their conspiracy theory. Theory, right, it? yeah, I've got a feeling they're not kicking off about that. So, the fallout was <laughs> not much. <laughs> People got light sentences. Well, could the, you just interrupt really Yeah, quick. no, no, of course. Do you remember this happening? Like when we were 15, it all came I out. vaguely remember seeing a few reports about it, but I didn't go yeah, into I, great I, detail. It doesn't ring a bell This, this was written about. All. The Guardian had... Uh, I think The Guardian might have had someone out there at the time. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy that it isn't taught... No. And, like, it wasn't a massive deal that we still think about now. No, no, it, it's... Yeah, it, it did get a lot of media attention at the time, but, again, it dropped off pretty much as soon as it all happened. As yeah. It it, like I say, between the accusation and the and the actual trial, there was obviously reports and, and, and things being released about it, but it was on and off. And, it, like, you got to think about it. There's, there's lots of other things that enter the news, and this is a faraway land, like... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the, defending the new cycle it, is fickle, isn't it? The new cycle is fickle. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was Euro 2004 that year. So right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Taking up some of lines. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, uh, as for the community itself, you'd think it would potentially break down. It didn't. People were pissy with each other for a while because, like I said, and I haven't actually mentioned this, but some of the islanders did genuinely come forward. Some of them did come forward as witnesses. Um, like I say, I, I, I mentioned in the first podcast, uh, one of the Christian girls, I can't remember yeah. her name now, but she, she came forward and, and spoke about this. A lot of the others obviously have, have hidden their identity. Some of them didn't live on the island anymore. And a lot of them got ostracized for this. They weren't allowed to see their families right. again. They weren't allowed to come back to the island. Like a horrendous abuse, further, like abuse of, of like their power, as it were, that they have on that little rock it really is like a cult isn't it yeah um, it is it, it, religious cults especially yeah it's it's disgusting but yeah basically everyone got over it mm. in the nicest way possible they they kind of just got on with their life after this people kind of reform relationships and and in a weird way like that's kind of how it has to be because you can't just when you when you've got so few people to rely on You've got to rely on them no matter what, almost. And that might be another reason that this got along for so long. Yeah, this, I mean, went, this went on for so long and so many decades. Especially somebody as talented as Steve Christian. Steve Christian with his radiography yeah, and his, his dentistry. dentistry and mm. Boat captaining. This guy, he's got so many skills. Unbelievable. Um, so, yeah. After this all happened, obviously, Steve Christian, as you can imagine, was stripped of his um, mayoral... Dentistry. Dentistry <laughs> degree. <laughs> <laughs> can't do his juggling anymore. Can't pull teeth out anymore. Can't pull teeth out anymore. No, he he was stripped of his his mayor. I don't know what <laughs> you call it. That's the least mayoral banner. Mayoral I don't know. Sash. Sash. Yes, he had his sash taken away. And and a chap called Mike Warren was uh, brought in to replace him. And it was meant to be like a new age for Pitcairn. It's meant to be a like look. We've we've, we've taken <clears throat> taken on board what's happened here. We're, this mm-hmm. isn't going to happen again, etc. etc. Um, like yeah. We're starting fresh here. In 2016, um, Mike Warren was arrested for having over a thousand indecent pictures of children on his computer. Fuck's sake, Mike. They got the internet. I imagine they didn't have much internet around 2000, but they got it now. Fast internet as well, if they got it that late. It it might have been like that satellite internet, but that's beside the point. He he managed to get enough internet to get a thousand pictures of kids. Um, (laughs) That's not. (laughs) It's not about the internet speed. Let's focus. You know what? We all make slip-ups, though. In 2020, he was arrested again for indecent exposure and um, walking around the island naked. So... You've got to wear yeah. clothes, man. That's the bare minimum. Just, yeah. Don't fuck kids. Wear clothes. Rule, rule one. Yeah. Don't fuck kids. Rule two. Put some clothes on. Put clothes on. Wear clothes. Rule three. Don't piss in the sea. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe on pick and you shouldn't do that. Um... But yeah, so like, where where does this leave us? Like, personally, myself, I feel that the sea should take the island. <laughs> I feel it should return back to nature. <laughs> Reclaim it from other nature. <laughs> I feel this is where climate change is maybe going to work for us. I don't, oh, yeah, it's really strange, isn't it? Um, yeah. Because in a lot of ways, we, <laughs> as a society, we shouldn't be in the business of removing people from islands. Not anymore. We haven't done that for a while. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like I think yeah. that was bad when we did do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd be willing to make an exception for. Yeah, I think I would as well. The men on Pitcairn. A good, a good island drowning. Get rid yeah. of, get rid of all the men and just everyone. Everyone needs to get off that island. Sacrifice really. a goat to the god of the sea. Yeah. And then Poseidon can just fuck fucking, them up. Yeah. Wipe them off the face of that fucking island. Save all of the abused people. Obviously, they don't deserve to die. <laughs> Of course, um, no, not not them. I mean, if it helps, the island population 
really has been dropping off a little bit. I think the last... Depends the last, on the reason, to be honest. Where well, we're so going to touch on that a little bit. The, the island population has dropped off a bit. I think they're in, like, they've got maybe 45 left. Right. Um, it's, it's not great. They have done a little bit of work to try and get people to immigrate. Funnily enough, though, Sam, there's a certain kind of person you attract, isn't there? There's a certain kind... Well... <laughs> Well, Come let, to the islands where you can rape kids and get away with it. Let's address a few things. Funnily enough, this made the news. I actually remember this at the time. They did kind of make a big thing um, about coming to the island. That, made, that did make international news because, they, again, they yeah. fed into the past. Oh, we're a paradise island in the middle of the Pacific. All Come the breadfruit you can eat. All the breadfruit you can stuff in your gob. Um, but, like, <laughs> just go through this. And I now look, we have broadband. <laughs> and now we have broadband. Um, but, like, let's go into this. So if you want to... Jo- Immigrate to the Pitcairn Islands. Let's just say you've not heard of any of this, Sam. You've not done this podcast. Yeah, you want to immigrate. You want to, you want to change. You want to be a dentist yeah. on an I, island. I spin the globe and go, where do I want to go? There. Go to the Pitcairn Islands. Um, you have to pay a £500 fee to register your immigration uh, right. papers. Not, not uh, non-refundable. Oh, okay. Non-refundable. Right. Um, they have not accepted a single person or family or no, hopefully not a family. Um, a single person couple so far. Uh, basically, they, they are not helping themselves here. So... Just to give you a bit of information here, you need essentially you need hundreds of thousands of dollars because you need to build your own house. Um, right. You only get a timed visa, so it could be that you pass all the you know the tests or whatever it is that they give you. You build, get on the island, and build you can just them a house. Build a house. They, the, basically, the only thing they give you, assuming you got through all this, is a is a plot of land. Nothing else. You have to get all your own supplies, so you have to bring them in by basically a cargo ship. You have to build it yourself because you can't really... Well, you could get contractors, but that would be astronomically expensive. Um, And you also have to live on an island full of pedos, which isn't really my idea of fun. No. 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 And also, and I'm going to try and find it. It's a Epstein's island, isn't it? (laughs) They have this in their... Their immigration, like papers, as it were, or it's on their website. But they advise that you don't bring kids under the age of sixteen to the island. Okay. <laughs> oh, just a heads up in case you're getting any. Don't get, don't get bored. Don't if, bring them. <laughs> if you're getting any red flags here, folks, don't bring kids. Jesus. Age. We're, we're gonna yeah, because you know rapists gonna rape. Um, <laughs> so perfect place to raise a family. Um, and like I say, if you get rejected, you lose your five hundred pounds. So it's basically just a scam, isn't it? They yeah. just, they just yeah. need those they, they, they're getting those five hundred pounds yeah. in from people. From, That's why from paedophiles that want to move somewhere, they can get away with it. I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's it's attracted particularly many paedophiles. It could have. There isn't a lot of kids there, is there? No, that's the thing. Well, uh, funnily enough, this is a problem that they've got. So, and again, hopefully, (laughs) this is not enough kids to raise. Not not enough kids to diddle. So, hopefully, this will be a bit of good Uh, news for you. So, the the population is aging. Um, As I mentioned, Steve Christian himself, the the big man on campus, is in his seventies now. He was in his fifties at the accusation. The the people under the age of thirty is in single digits. I think I saw a stat that's like seven or eight people. I mean, the ones that are, you know, below that age are basically kids that are looking to, you know, go to university, yeah. make friends, not be never part come, of industry, never come back, not be part of institutionalized rape. Yeah. Like all these things are reasons that people aren't hanging around now. Because also, you've got to think about your, and I say local in the loosest term here. You've got, you've got. Uh, New Zealand, you've got Australia, you've got British. Obviously, these people have British citizenship, so they can go to Britain. They can live in the UK if they want. Yeah. They can study there. Like, I mean, why would you I, stay? Am I getting my geography really wrong, or are the British Virgin Isles not far away? No, you. that's on the other side. So basically, you imagine you've got um, Pitcairn mm. on your... <laughs> 
really not describe it. On your east, you've got chili. <laughs> if you keep going east, you'll get you'll hit chili. Well, yeah, if you keep going um, west, you'll get to, like I say, like obviously Tahiti. But yeah. you'll also get like New Zealand and Australia in the kind of the yeah, southeast. Yeah, I've got it. So, yeah, south, yeah, southwest, sorry. Um, so that's kind of where you're at. So... Yeah, like just options. Though. You got options. Why would you stay on the island? Because this is the thing: the island doesn't have a lot of things. Still, it doesn't have roads. You can't drive a car on it. Yeah, everyone drives with quad bikes, and mm. like it's not as fun as it sounds either. You, you're like I can't stress again. You're, you're so isolated. It's not a fun place to be, um, in my opinion, at least. Um, so, like to finish up, yeah, everyone needs a good waterboard in. Everyone needs a <laughs> bit of a curb stomp in. Take away the island, everyone should die. Um, yeah. I think that's that's pretty much where we will probably be leaving it. Yeah. Um, what I would probably say, um, a little plug. I, I obviously I took resources, uh, sorry, sources from several different parts of the internet. But I also used a book uh, mentioned her already. Her name's Kathy Marks, and she wrote Lost in Paradise, um, a really good book, um, a really fascinating read because it kind of goes through everything that we've gone through, but it's in a bit more detail. It tells a few more stories. It fleshes it out, and yeah. you get to understand a few more kind of people's points of view as well. Um, yeah, but you know, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I don't know, Sam, not... if you we need to get a drink right now. Yeah, I don't think I enjoyed it. No. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I might I go don't... and cry and well, we'll have a sit down. Have a good sit down. Have yeah. a good sit down. A cup of tea and a biscuit. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, like I say, fingers crossed. By twenty fifty, but no one left. Everyone will be dead. <laughs> that's that's all we can hope for. That's all we can hope for. So. <laughs> To round off, I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we did. Um, I'm not sure what we're going to do next. Um, I've got a few ideas. Can, I'm can, thinking we, can we do something less we'll, horrible? We'll do something a little lighter on the child abuse. Yeah, less child angle. abuse and less rape would be nice. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of doing a World War Two, like an alt history podcast. Yeah, the lightest quite... subject there is. World Nazis. War II. Yeah, Nazis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They didn't do anything. They they were pretty cool guys. Yeah. They were pretty cool guys. They recycled and everything. Yeah, they were. Yeah, Hitler was a vegetarian. <laughs> Good guy, like dogs. Yeah. Um, I can't see where that can go wrong. No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. We're gonna we're gonna get something up whenever this. Is, well, we're recording this kind of the middle of December. We'll yeah. probably record something at the New Year or soonish, whenever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're thinking of doing an alt history podcast. The Chagos Islands I actually mentioned, I think, are really interesting, so we might yeah. do something on that. Um, if anyone is happening to listen, three podcasts in to a brand new yeah. podcast. To all of the ten of you listening. All several of you that might be listening. Um, if you've got a suggestion, let me know. I'll, I'll happily be open to understanding it. I, I kind of want to hit the whole, you know, sons of bitches of history... Stuff you don't know yeah, about. Everyone's a dickhead. Everyone's a dickhead. Um, any pluggables, Sam? Um, yeah, as as per usual, um, <laughs> check out my YouTube channel. It's um, Sammy Shares. I've got um, lots of good TV and film reviews on there. Yeah. Um, specifically... A little, little lighter on the entertainment side as well. Well, we're, we're talking about Westworld recently, okay. uh, which is, yeah, a little bit lighter. It does also contain rape. Unfortunately, huh. but I don't talk. I don't it. talk about it. Much. Good. Okay. You, you just yeah. can't avoid it with us, can you? No. It's, it's our favourite subject, it seems. Um, anyway, um, but for myself, Paul Watson, and my co-host, co-host and guest Sam Nicholson, um, goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Ooh.